the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Liz Wheeler may be well known to you, may not be, but she's she should be known to you. She's the political commentary and podcaster, political commentator and podcaster, The Liz Wheeler Show. The book is Hide Your Children. (laughs) Talk about Americans getting angrier. That's one reason. Who can they trust with their children? Not school. That's clear. Exposing the Marxists behind the attack on America's kids. Well, that must have been a fun book to write, Liz. (laughs) Dennis, thanks so much for having me on your show. Um, You know, I say that the book has such an intense topic. It has such a visceral reaction for so many parents that that's why I named it Hide Your Children, because the title was inspired by that viral YouTube video of Antoine Dodson saying, hide your kids, hide your wife. And I figured with such an intense topic as this, I should add a moment of levity to it because I wrote this for all the parents in the country who felt the same way that I did during COVID when we recognized maybe for the first time that our children are under this deliberate and relentless assault. And I wondered, where is this coming from and why now? Why such escalation? Who is behind this and what is their goal? So I sought to find these answers, and what I found is it actually isn't a new effort to attack our children. It's been decades and decades in the making via the left capturing many of our institutions, like the media, the education system, um, religious institutions, some of them sadly. But it's escalating now in a way we've never seen it before. So what I do in the book is I name the names of the people behind this attack on our kids And then because we're in this cultural insanity right now, it means that something the Republican Party has been doing for the past 50 years isn't working because we're not winning this culture war. So I propose a solution that is different than what the Republican Party is offering for how we can finally compete in this fight, take back our institutions and protect our kids. Wow. Name the names. Are you willing to do that on air right now? Give us some examples. Good. Go ahead. I would love to. So one of the names you may be familiar with, because ironically, she's been in the news the last week or two. The president of the American Library Association is a very influential woman by the name of Emily Drabinsky. Now, Emily Drabinsky was elected to this position last year. And the president of the American Library Association has a lot of power over what books are placed in libraries across the country. And after she won this election last year, she sent out a tweet that said, who would have thought that a lesbian Marxist could ever be elected as president of the American Library Association? Admitting her own political ideology, admitting that she's a communist, which 
It's shocking enough as it is, because this woman is an outspoken proponent of the sexually graphic books and the books that push critical race theory on our children being in our children's libraries. But Dennis, what's more interesting is the reason that she won this seat as the president of the American Library Association is because Randy Weingarten, through her weight, Randy Weingarten being the president of the second largest teachers union in the country, threw her political weight behind Emily Drabinsky and ushered her into victory. By the way, does Randy Weingarten say that she that she about herself that she's a lesbian Marxist? She has not said it as clearly as Emily Drabinsky has, but that's what Marxists do, right? They oftentimes try to hide who they are. They lie about their ideology. And Randy Weingarten has also been incredibly influential in placing social emotional learning into children's classrooms across the country, which sounds pretty innocuous. It sounds nothing like a parent would look at that phrase, social emotional learning, and see a red flag. But what's packaged inside social emotional learning, it's not a topic like math or science. It's disguised as values education, teaching children how to discern right from wrong. And that's actually what it is. It teaches children a worldview, but the worldview it teaches is a Marxist worldview. It teaches children to place other people either into the category of oppressor or the category of oppressed. So if you're the head of a teacher's union and you're a huge proponent of placing social emotional learning in children's schools and social emotional learning teaches children a Marxist worldview, I think it's pretty safe for us to infer that she is also a Marxist. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So you gave the example of the head of the American Library Association. Uh, what, what is uh, Weingarten is the head of the National Federation of Teachers or National Education Association? Which one is it? Oh, the American Federation of Teachers. American he's Federation the, of Teachers. Email. Give me more names. Yeah, so one of the things that parents have become most familiar with in the past couple of years is, the, is critical race theory. They didn't recognize it as the Marxist critical theory that it is, but they did recognize when their children were being told, if you're white, you're automatically a racist. If you're black, then you are automatically oppressed. They recognized that. They said, well, that's bad. We don't want our kids being taught that. What parents didn't realize immediately is that critical race theory is the grandchild of critical theory, which is a, mar- a, a piece of Marxist work or a piece of Marxist philosophy directly from the Frankfurt School. It was written by a Marxist named Max Horkheimer. It, it made its way here to the United States and... Um, we saw it in schools, but what's really interesting, Dennis, is a lot of people know this now. This, is, this has become somewhat of common knowledge. But what they don't recognize is that it's not a coincidence that the transgender ideology 
emerged on the heels of critical race theory, that it came first critical race theory and almost immediately after the transgender ideology. And the reason that that happened is because critical race theory, when you tell white children that they're racist and there's nothing they can do to redeem themselves because this is just based on skin color and not based on their character, it creates an identity crisis in these children. They feel bad, they feel evil, and they begin to feel self-loathing. Sometimes they even begin to feel animosity towards their parents because their parents made them this way, made them white. And you have this identity crisis, it begins to fester in these young children, and then in swoops the transgender ideology, which, like, like critical race theory, the transgender ideology is the outgrowth of a neo-Marxist theory called queer theory. Queer theory uh, was written, or the founding document was written by a woman by the name of Gail Rubin. She's alive and well in our country today. And queer theory seeks to provide a poisonous antidote, I know that's a contradiction, to critical race theory by saying to these children, listen, you can throw off this evil white identity that your parents gave you, and you can, you can dismiss being an oppressor if you put on the mantle of a marginalized identity, maybe that of a transgender person or a non-binary person or an LGBTQIA plus person. And what happens when children are first hit with critical race theory and then hit with queer theory is they end up being radically alienated from their parents, which is destructive to the family unit, and they also end up being secured as at least activists for radical leftist causes, if not outright revolutionaries for Marxist theories. And we're, we're obviously seeing this. Parents have become more familiar with it, but we're seeing this in schools, one right after the other, like a one-two punch. And the goal is, of course, the goal of all Marxists, the destruction of the family unit in order to then cause upheaval in society to overthrow capitalism. That's excellent. That's excellent to see a relationship between critical race theory and the transgender explosion among kids. So I want to review this for the listener. So you are, in the case of the critical race theory, you are irredeemable if you are white, but you're not irredeemable in terms of your sex, that you can change. So, in, in, and they do it often. Will, and and by the way, when you spoke, I I asked myself. I don't have the data, but I follow this avidly. It seems that the transgender phenomenon among kids is overwhelmingly white. I don't see black yeah. and Hispanic girls saying they're boys. That I'm sure not they. To the same the, the, I'm not sorry. To the same as, no, exactly. It's white children, and it's also divided by socioeconomic class. So you see these upper middle class white children being targeted because they're the ones that are told that the only reason that they're successful or the only reason they have what they have is because their families have built their fortunes on the back of white supremacist institution that they have white privilege. Right. So so this this is very interesting. So I'm a white girl, and I'm built-in racist, and I can, I can become acceptable if I do something to change me, and the only r- change that's really available is not ideological, it, it is human. I, I will become a boy, 
And then I have overthrown the patriarchy and I have overthrown the heteronormativity and the cisgender uh, biases of my society. And then I will be accepted. Am, did I get you right? Yes, that's correct. And, and, and the children view this as they will be socially accepted. But those who are pulling the strings here, the Marxists behind this indoctrination, understand that it's not it has nothing to do with whether the children will be accepted it has to do with the children being alienated from their parents uh throwing off their identity as a child or as a white person feeling self-loathing and then embracing a marxist ideology the outcome of this is children's bodies are mutilated and their minds are captured by the radical left and make no mistake, this is not a random assortment of nonsense that's happened to come together in the name of tolerance and inclusion. It's a deliberate plot by Marxists. Dennis, I read the founding document of queer theory, and it is the most disturbing thing I've ever read. I had to put it down and walk away from it because this woman who wrote this founding document was not only advocating for the sexualization of children, which is evil, she was defending child pornography and defending outright pedophiles, saying that in 20 years, our society is going to regret imprisoning men who, quote, love underage youth. Wow. It's the most horrendous thing you've wow. ever heard. The book is Hide Your Children, Exposing the Marxists Behind the Attack on America's Kids. Liz Wheeler. Where do people find the uh, Liz Wheeler show? You can go to rumble.com slash Liz Wheeler. We love that platform because it is the only platform that doesn't censor us. Uh, you can also find the book at hideyourchildrenbook.com. I really appreciate everybody who's been buying it so far. I'm eager to hear people's feedback because I know the solution that I offer here is a little different than what the Republican Party offers. What's so your, let me know what you think. Yeah, good. What is your solution? Well, my solution is to recognize, especially in the public school system, that the reason the public school system was created in our country and it wasn't compulsory until 1852, which isn't that long ago. The reason it became compulsory in Massachusetts, first of all, was because there was an influx of immigrants coming to our country at the time, particularly Catholic immigrants. And the Protestant politicians in charge wanted these immigrant children to be indoctrinated in American values so that they'd be loyal first to America versus the country of their birth. And secondly, indoctrinated with Protestant values because of the age old battle between Protestants and Catholics. And I realized when I was reading about this that our education system actually is supposed to be an indoctrination center. Indoctrination itself is actually a, a kind of nebulous, morally neutral concept. It's what's being indoctrinated that determines whether it's good That's or bad. That's exactly what I said when I and, spoke at Bombs for Liberty and PragerU's been... Uh, I've been attacked in every major medium for that comment. I said, we bring doctrines. Who doesn't? Yes. The, how about the... When you teach tolerance, are you not indoctrinating? You are, of course. Of indoctrination course. is morally neutral. Right, Listen, exactly. It's morally neutral. neutral. I salute you. A anyway, so what, so what is your recommendation? My recommendation is that we take back these institutions and use them to indoctrinate in things that are good and right and beautiful, that are objectively true, because they're, they're going to be controlled, these institutions, either by Democrat ideologies or by Republican beliefs and values. So it's up to us to decide which we want to do. do if we do continue you, to play this neutral game, we're just going to lose. That's clear. I have been, I have been telling people, in, at least certainly in urban centers, to take their children out of school and homeschool them. Are, are, 
would you rather they keep them in school and fight on board seats? No, Dennis, I have a very based view on this. I actually think we should probably, we're this close to getting to the point where we should get rid of the public school system that's altogether. That's right, that's right. If you can possibly homeschool a your apparently, child. Apparently yeah. so. All right, well, you're, you're, ter you're terrific. This, this is, you, you've caused me, you forced me to read your book. And I, 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 <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm going to do it very soon. Hide your children. Liz Wheeler, good luck. You've, uh, you're, you've done the country a service. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.